0: and mimosa these bars in the holster pouring up a drink put my name on the poster women who can rap make you come a little closer step out the whip drop a tip to my chauffeur new guest on my list champagnes by my hips it's time to get lit y'all know what it is it's time to rap 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 rap, 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 rap and mimosas welcome everybody welcome 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 the lighting has changed actually Let me. Summer, just lighting down just a bit. Do me a favor, go ahead and share this live with as many people as possible. We are about to go ahead and get started. I'm super excited for today's talk topic, okay? We're talking about non-monogamy, intentional non-monogamy. We ain't talking about y'all people that go out there and cheat, okay? I make, I make sure I say that. We are not talking about people who go out there and cheat. We are talking about being intentionally non-monogamous in a relationship and also we're going to talk about really just different styles of relationships outside of what is considered to be the conventional idea of what a relationship is so i'm super excited about this topic today i want you all to share it if you know anybody you know who's super into you know different just wanted to look for different things and explore differences in their romantic life we're gonna go ahead and get into it I'm super excited for tonight's show. It's going to be a great one. Um, please share this live. Uh, Mo Healing, I see you, girl, in the chat. Just go ahead and send me a request to join, okay? And then I'm going to bring you on in. Today, we are talking about non-monogamy and what that actually means. And as always, you know we end the show spitting some bars, okay? So that's going to be something fun to do as well. Uh-oh, she sent the request. Let me bring her on. Uh uh uh, I'm excited.
1: Oh, ah! oh my gosh, I'm nervous in my Chucky voice. How are you, <laughs> <this>? <laughs> Simone? Michelle, how are you, Lashandra? It's So good to see you. Thank it's you for inviting us.
0: Of course. I'm actually really excited to have you on because I know you're super fun. um, You're super adventurous. And also, this is going to be super informative for people who have no idea what non-monogamy is. It's funny um, because I actually spoke to someone about non-monogamy. And I was like, oh, yeah, my next topic is going to be non-monogamy. And I was like, didn't you just do BDSM? Why do you keep talking about sex? I'm just like this has nothing to do with sex <laughs> like you know all. nothing to do with um actually having sex although you can have sex in and if you, want, and to. If you want to with consent okay <laughs> however this has nothing to do with sex before we get started and you know we talk a little bit more about who you are and what you do what i actually want to do a shout out to my sponsors for the quickly your girl got sponsors in season yeah. three okay, okay? so this lovely venue I'm in is The Urban. If you all are ever in Miami, Florida, which is where I'm located, please check out The Urban, okay, in the historic Overtown. You know, it's a great place. It's Black-owned. And on top of that, you know, it's great vibes, vibe at the five every Friday, um, parties on Saturdays, brunch on Sundays. So it's a really good vibe. Sometimes comedy shows on Thursdays. So check out The Urban. Follow them, um, The Urban MIA, on Instagram. And I want to shout out also, another Black-owned spot, <laughs> Oh, okay, who sponsored my drink for today. Since it's just me, I don't have champagne, but I do have, uh, what did he call this drink? He going to kill me. But now that's a wrap, okay, which is also located in the historic Overtown, another Black historic place here in South Florida. Okay, check those places out. I'll shout them out occasionally throughout, but those are my sponsors for my drink and for the location I'm currently at. So I want to thank them. I'm going to do like a yay <laughs> moment here. And then I want to jump right back to you, Simone. Everyone, this is Simone, okay? She is joining us today live. Simone, for those who may not know who you are, can you go ahead and just introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, et cetera?
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, Simone or Mo, um, I am a licensed clinical social worker, also a a doula. I teach yoga, so pretty much everything that you can kind of think of in the wellness world, I kind of dabble in it. Pronouns, she, they, and yeah. Um, my like whole focus is just to help people heal. Uh, I love helping people heal and reaching their highest potential because I know through healing, we're able to heal future generations and the communities around us, and that is our way of surviving. Yes. Thank you for having me again. Yes. Ah, This is so
0: exciting. (laughs) i'm super excited you actually decided to join okay our topic today is all about non-monogamy right and the way this came about is i don't remember i think i texted simone something i was asking her questions and i think i saw a facebook post or something and i was like oh this is so interesting and then i said i've never heard anyone actually talk about intentional non-monogamy we're not talking about people who, like just go out there and cheat and it's like, y'all yeah, supposed to be monogamous, but you technically not monogamous. Okay, we are talking about intentionally being non-monogamous. And even just, I think, there's a lot of curiosity I've uh, found around um, the different types of relationships outside of conventional monogamy. So being able to actually have like an insightful and even educational um, but entertaining conversation about that I think is super important, right? So first of all, what is non-monogamy
1: um so it's any relationship that falls out of the spectrum of um that one-to-one dyad so having a relationship that consists of just two people um so non-monogamy may consist of more than one person or multiple people um so that is um, it's an umbrella term, actually, for multiple ways of how people practice relationships.
0: Mm. Okay, so let's 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 go through our, our dating history. I'll be gon- I'll be honest as well, right? I have actually only ever practiced monogamy. I've only practiced monogamy in my dating life. However, you know, as the years have passed on, I've been like, you know, I'd be open to certain things right i don't want to i don't know that i will be open to a full polyamorous relationship however i actually know some people who have been in them however i'm like i might be open to exploration right how do you what's your journey how did you get to the point of saying that you would be open or that you are officially in this realm and then we can actually talk about how does it work because i feel like for some people it's like they have misconceptions
1: Well, unfortunately, I'm like my daddy. I'm a cheater. (laughs) So that is how I got into this space, uh, which is funny because I was like, dang, you know, I like them, but I also like them, but I also, you know, have love for this person. So it was funny because I was like practicing unethical non-monogamy, and I think it's really based upon like our relationships in the black community i think it's normal we talk a lot about people having like side pieces and your main um and that would probably be a form of non-monogamy just not the best practices because ultimately people get hurt in that um i've been hurt by it which i can you know be open and say that so when i got out of Uh, a few relationships back I was just like trying to think of ways how can I do some harm reduction for myself as well as like for others because ultimately we're getting a relationship for a reason we're getting a relationship because it should be pleasurable it should be meaningful Mm -hmm. um it should be healing like um so looking at the intentions of why why am I getting in relationships why am I in these spaces um so that also helps and then also looking at attachment theory um so recognizing my attachment styles and like how that worked um also allowed me to explore a little bit more into okay and so being a therapist too I've already like I've had clients that were like in poly relationships and so, like, I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Um, Maybe this is something that, I, you know, I would want to do some, you know, more um, deep diving in. And, unfortunately, I feel like it's kind of like a taboo in, within the Black community, which is strange because we do all this cheating, but then we don't want to actually do the work of having a conversation to have healthy relationships. Uh, it would save so many relationships. So that's where I got into is just recognizing just, like, the relationship issues within our community and how could I do some harm reduction within my own relationships and then just having more, you know, meaningful and mm-hmm. pleasurable relationships and then like that way they're not, you know, traumatic. Because um, oftentimes I hear a lot about people's relationships being so traumatic. Girl. Uh, <laughs> there's so much trauma out here and it could have been like prevented just by communicating, communicating expectations. And traumas and like all of those things um, can definitely help Um, people have love that are you know in healthier ways
0: okay so before we go on um, I know there's a lot of people joining in Mm non-monogamy is what we're talking about and non-monogamy once again is anything that is more than correct me if I'm wrong more than just two people right so that could be polyamory that can be if you decide you want to do an open relationship really you determine i the rules of what their relationship looks like with the person that you're dating but ideally speaking you're in a non-monogamous relationship because monogamy will be confined to just those two people do you think that monogamy actually can work
1: yes if two people are committed towards that same goal but I think that with that, it also requires a level of, um, you know, trying to do like, how do you manage impulses? I think it also takes impulse control because we're animals. As animals, like some things are beyond our control, the pheromones, like all of the things that play into attraction. I think mm-hmm. people have to actually look at and recognize, like, it's going to be unrealistic to say my partner is not attracted to somebody else outside mm. of me. Whether you want to believe it or not.
0: I agree. I I actually I, I came to the conclusion a while ago that the idea of monogamy and what it's meant I felt was not necessarily natural for either sex. A lot of times we know we talk about how, oh, for men it's um it's not natural for them to be with just one person as if women don't have urges and drives and yeah. there are some societies I was watching um What is the name of the show? It's a show on Netflix and they explore different topics every episode, but they explore monogamy one episode. and There are cultures where a woman may have sex with multiple men and if she gets pregnant, whoever she had sex with during that cycle, they're all considered to be the father, right? All of them, (laughs) like like where, you know, in our Western culture, it's just like, who the daddy? That's the one who got to take responsibility. And in that village, it's like, well, we're all the father because we all had sex with this woman. And the woman is not looked at differently because she had sex with multiple men. It is like, we're humans, we're attracted to each other, we had sex. Oh, look, a baby is coming. Now you have this one mother with multiple fathers. There's an actual culture like that. And I realized, For both of us, I think men and women, I think that everyone craves sex. I do think monogamy is possible, right? I think there's a lot of stuff that we do that isn't technically natural to our instincts as human beings. I think that monogamy is possible if individuals decide to do monogamy. But I also think that if someone decides to not be in a monogamous relationship, um, you can have a healthy non-monogamous relationship, right? So what are the different types of relationships that are out there? Like, I know there's been a lot of talk about polyamory, which I really want to talk to you about because I feel like people be so unrealistic, right? But uh, outside of polyamory, I noticed, like, all these different names. What are the different names or titles that are out there?
1: So there are quite a few things I took notes because as a therapist, these are things I'm constantly learning about. um, But... Um, so if you have your typical, like you mentioned, open relationship, um, where you may just be able to see people outside of your relationship, um, that's one. Um, some people also are in relationships where, like, um, if you are aromantic or asexual, your relationship may not be based in, you know, a sexual nature. It may be based in, you know, spending quality time together, you know, things of that nature. Um there's relationship anarchy, so people don't have hierarchy within their relationships. They treat everybody as an individual, like everybody's in the same playing field. Um, so it really just depends on where you're at. You mentioned polyamory. So that can be done in many different ways. So I've seen polyamorous relationships where one person is really monogamous to the person who's practicing polyamory Mm -hmm. Um, but the main uh, component is the commitment to a relationship within that so you may notice that people are in a polycule they may not be directly in a relationship with um, that person but they're all kind of like if you put a web connected to each other Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Um, go ahead
0: do do you think that polyamory is like from because And I'm trying to remember the exact title. So for the person who said the name of the show, I want to say the name of the show is called Explained. I love that show right explained on Netflix and literally I think I want to say since season one they do like explain literally every episode has a different topic and there's an episode I want to say it's it's either in season one or season two but they explain monogamy and the origins of it which monogamy was not originally created as this whole thing that we consider it now like it has a whole different origin I don't want to dive a hundred percent into it because i have', a, I, have a, I would have to rewatch the episode to make sure i'm articulating it correctly, um, but the history of like how we got into this place of like you know women it was a it, it was always an arrangement you know when we're getting married like women we are getting married and we're you know pretty much exchanging our chastity and our our you know consistent sex to a man and ultimately building his legacy in exchange for comfort and security, okay. which is it's funny because now today it's like if a woman expresses it that way, you know, she's a gold digger, but that's how monogamy was originally planned. Okay, this woman's going to give birth to my children. She's going to give me a legacy. And, you know, in exchange for that, she does not have to worry about where money is coming from. She's not have to worry about a roof over her head. I will give her those things. Now, anything in the, in the, in the outside of that, as far as actually being faithful, Can't confirm or deny whether or not those people were doing that. But the monogamy setup was originally an exchange, right? Men are getting consistent sex. They ain't got to worry about finding it. And here you go. Here go some babies. Give me the house. Give me some money. Okay. And now we good. You got something. I got something. The kids have something. We built a legacy. And we're continuing on in that fashion. And we may be in love. We may not be. But what we are doing is building a home together. Right. right ultimately that's where monogamy comes from now monogamy today is supposed to be all i won't even say all of that because we know now we have more of the uh 50 50 right where women pay 50 percent of the stuff still give birth to the kids and and, and, and clean and, the house and, you know, and make clean the house, right <laughs> and then you know for the people who are able to do it right um there are some men who are still like i'll take care of you know this this and that you worry about the legacy portion and then you have somewhere is hypogamous right which is where we get into women who take care of pretty much everything and the men make less and the men do possibly do less in the household as well because we have a lot of um women who are so used to being independent you know maybe that's a whole nother topic right (laughs) but do you think polyamory and i've had this discussion with men there are a lot of people out there who's like i want to do polyamory as a man especially they're like i want you know two women i'm just like that's not a a cheap man's game at all
1: so if you um want to do that you have to have money to play so you know at the end of the day you have all of these people who now have expectations of you Um, And so accountability wise, if you have kids, like these are all households that you don't have to be responsible for, you know, attaining. If anything, and this may be controversial, I think this is something that Black women should look at more often because historically now we are making more money than Black cis heterosexual men. Um, So what is the purpose of being in a relationship with someone who is not able to keep if we're looking at darwinism keep us alive in this society
0: Mm -hmm. now it's called something else do you oh my goodness i'm trying to remember the title when there are when the woman is a woman and two men it's not called polyamory it's called something it's a different title but it falls within the same
1: realm i have no clue but i want that like i want like my life just like that all the men (laughs) There's a movie actually
0: um, with Blake, I can't remember her name, but she's married to the guy who plays Deadpool. Um, And she has two men that are both in love with her and they're all in a relationship, but she's the only woman. There's an actual movie that depicts that. It was the first time I actually ever saw it that way. Right? Where it's um, these two men who are in love with her. Now, okay, let's talk about this. Recently, um, the woman who played the mom and baby boy. Uh oh, the signal's messing up. Can you hear me, Simone? I there we go. Too. Recently, the woman who played the mom, the woman who played the mom and baby boy came out. Um, let me sip my drink. Not that sounds stressful. <laughs> Listen, y'all, if y'all have questions, please drop them in the chat, okay. Having two men do sound stressful, I ain't gonna lie, cause one man be one man is enough. Okay. Oh no. Uh type in the chat, is she breaking up or am I? Let me see. Uh oh, she dropped out. Okay, let me bring her back in. There she is. Let me bring her back in. Two men sound stressful, y'all. If y'all agree, go ahead and. Um, Polyandry. Thank you so much, Joe Flowerchild. Thank you so much. That's exactly what it's called.
1: Thank uh, you. So- I'm back. Oh, Polyandry.
0: Yes, that's what it's called when it's um, one woman and two men. Now, someone said that sounds stressful. I'm not going to lie. One man, especially when you're dealing with, I, I would say, the wrong man. Let's say that. But one man, whew, Okay. Hey, Paige. <laughs> Listen. Okay, I had a question. My question for you, okay, the mom from Baby Boy, right? And I can't remember her name right now, but I love following her. She recently came out on um, Angela Yee's Lip Service Podcast, saying that for her 50th birthday, she had, um, she had a threesome with two men. Oh, I love that for her. Oh, oh <laughs> But now we got to get into the real topic at hand, right? Which is this idea, okay, um, that a lot of people, now I won't say a lot of people, it was a lot of men who said that because she had a threesome with two men, now mind you, she didn't say it went. she never said they both penetrated her at the same time or anything, um, but she said it was a, almost like a spiritual experience. She's friends with both of these men, um, and she said she had a great time for her 50th. A lot of men were saying, oh, she had a, she had a train ran on her. No. Right. And then I've talked to men and I'm just like, listen, I said, how is it a train if it's two men? I said, especially if it's not like one coming after the other and the woman's just laying there, but they're all sharing an experience together the same way it would be if there were two women. Right. And a man told me that's because it's always going to be a train because a woman can't penetrate. Right, a woman can't penetrate because a train goes in the tunnel. So the way he said it, <laughs> listen, he said a woman can't ever penetrate. So I said you said, I said, so you saying a woman Actually, can't fuck
1: you? We you can. Say, we, I mean, if they want to get pegged, but I mean, most of them are too fragile in their masculinity to allow that.
0: Girl, I ain't about to take no peg. At least not. At least not acknowledge it. I okay, publicly, right? <laughs> but if they it like so is that a in chat I want y'all to chime in too is that a train a woman and two men okay <laughs> a woman and two men do do you think it's a train Simone you kind of said no already what like I'm, I'm trying no. to understand why these men say that
1: because they're they're very fragile and they don't like to see black women enjoy and enjoying sex and enjoying dominating them in sexual experiences. Yes, yeah, just like you said, it's misogyny. It's just based in, like, they're just not happy. He's a hater. They're haters, honestly. Um, when I think of trains, I think of, um, first of all, group sex like orgy, so, like, more than two people. Less impersonal than what She's explaining went down just from my like porn expertise, Um, but I don't think that that falls in the line of a train. And yes, it's a college term, and like, yeah, I think that the term would be to say it's an orgy with maybe limited, uh, you know, supply (laughs) that people are kind of standing and waiting. (laughs) Well, I don't like. I don't know. I think that's just yeah, just mansplaining, mansplaining.
0: I, I would agree with that. Um, it's hard um, sometimes, I think, as a woman, you know, um, especially women who, because most one, I, I want to say most because I don't want to say every woman, but most women that I know at least enjoy sex, right? And are sexual beings um, and want to explore, okay, um, all these different things, you know, and a lot of times I feel like as women, especially as a w- women of color, but especially just as women in general, we can't express that sexual side of ourselves without being labeled like a hoe. And even like, for instance, um, when I've been looking into polyamory, there are a lot of women who will sit there and bash other women who do polyamory, right? It's just like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. You're sharing a man. Right? But if you're
1: doing it anyways, usually you just don't want to admit it. Oh shit. So like let's be real. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. I'm
0: gonna just take oh, a couple. No. Of <laughs> Random shout out to the sponsors once again. Shout out to the Urban in Miami, okay, a black owned spot. If you're looking for great parties, vibe after five every Friday. And of course, also shout out to um now that's a wrap. Okay, who sponsored my drink today? This is wrapping mimosas. I normally have my mimosas. Today it's not that. This is something, um, something, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> it's something like, it's strong. I told myself, you gotta mix this. You trying to have me um giving up all my business. <laughs> all my business tonight. So let's talk about how this actually works. Cause there are people, right, who might be interested. In the concept of um, exploring, okay, um, a non monogamous relationship. So this could be, you know, uh, polyamory, polyandry, which we've coined that term. Thank you so much, Joe Flowerchild, for that. Okay. <clears throat> Where should they start? What should they do if they think that they might be curious?
1: Google. I mean, we have the most information out here in this generation i would encourage you to just google non-monogamous relationships or whatever it is that is piquing your interest if you're really insecure there's an incognito mode so just go incognito (laughs) um also therapy is a great way to explore if you're having some questions about gender sexuality what relationships look like for you um you know i think that there's lots of spaces that we can explore uh relationships in safe ways i think most of all if you're in an existing rel- relationship it's going to be communication um it's going to be you know choosing the right time to talk to your person about this yeah that's a great book actually um put it in the chat uh, polysecure, someone was telling me about that book. Uh, but, you know, there's books out here, there's literature. So just mostly just doing your research. And if you're with someone communicating that, or if you feel like you're about to be engaging with someone, and this is something that you want to explore is to, you know, start having those, you know, open dialogues. And also being real with your capacity. If you are avoidant and you don't like texting people back, it may be, you know, not at this point in your life that you go and get a bunch of partners because that is going to be overwhelming. Um, You know, certain things that we have to do is you know, we have to be realistic with also our partners. How can they show up for us? You know, what, what are your intentions behind getting into this? And also that means sometimes that, you know, your relationship may not exist in a way that you want it to exist because of that. And I think that that also takes some, um, you know, emotional maturity and, you know, having those tough, but I mean, I don't feel like they're tough. I mean, yeah, they can be tough conversations, but real conversations. Um, yeah.
0: A man I had on last week, <laughs> a man I had on last, not last week, I'm sorry, last season, we talked a lot about um, polyamory because he practices polyamory and he talked about that it's a lot of times you have to check your ego everyone involved has to check their ego Um because when your ego our egos are naturally like fragile for both men and women we know the child we could talk about men's ego all day right but we know that if you are going to engage and that would be my my one piece of advice Right. If you are going to engage in some sort of non monogamous relationship, that your ego has to be checked and it has to be strong in order to deal with whatever it is that you you ultimately have going on, Um, because it's very easy. Oh no, we lost Simone. She's gonna come back. Okay, it's very easy in these situations for you know you you get yourself messed up. Okay, now I didn't see some things. So, like quite as is kept, uh, I know someone who started off in a, a non monogamous relationship. Um, it was one guy and two girls, and you know the uh, one girl tried to get rid of the other girl. You can't do that. I'm saying she was being a straight-up hater, okay? You can't do that. Both of y'all are supposed to be the girlfriend, but she over here just like, mm, either she go or I go. Can't get no ultimatums, okay? So you got to check your ego or excuse yourself from the relationship. You can't try to get rid of the other person, okay? It does happen often. It's sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Welcome back, Simone. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I can't even write it. perfect.
0: Yes, listen, it's sad. Like, people be trying to get rid of the other person. You know, and I think that's the one thing about it, right? Like, it's this idea. Like, let's say it's, you know, me and a man, and we decide we want to have a little girlfriend or something, right? You know, the one thought process that happens is like, what if this bitch... What if she come in here and try to, you know what I'm saying, stir the pot a little bit? Like, it's like, what type of intake questions? How long should I know you before I bring you into a situation or before we all go into a situation together? Because th- as Joe Flowerchild said, the green eye monster is a real thing. What happens if that girl just like, oh, no, I don't like this bitch. She ride his dick better than me. Or, uh, you know, she get nicer gifts than me, right? That's a real thing. Like how how secure can you be? And it's like it I tell people it takes a special <laughs> connection, right? Between the women. Like I, I think for me, like like um like if I were to do it with another woman, right, and I have a man. For me I'm thinking my connection with that woman has to be so solid, right, outside of him. That we have something so solid that I don't have to question her intentions because we like each other, we respect each other. It can't mm-hmm. just be he done brought some girl into the mix and now we both over here like this.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right. <"Hey." laughs> And someone's just happy to be there while someone's really upset. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> jealousy is healthy in a relationship. Just have to learn how to communicate. I would say it's normal to feel moments of jealousy, but I think having a jealous character, like if that's genuinely yeah. your character, that can never work in any context of mm-hmm. a relationship. Like you have to be very, very careful because there's also men who get jealous of their women.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Some people be in relationships and don't even realize they be with their own haters.
0: be the strongest hater baby the biggest hater Uh, you ever met in your life okay sorry that was trauma speaking yeah my ex was one, so i already
1: know
0: (laughs) look instagram about to kick us off instagram about to kick us off okay like so i guess i would say let me ask you being as someone, I'm assuming you, have you actually successfully practiced this? yet? Yeah, I won't say success, successfully, but have you been able to practice in non-monogamy yet? Like, have you had your, your throuple or whatever, open relationship go on and how was it?
1: Well, I've done it in various stages of my life. Um, I've done the open relationship experience where like I've been involved in someone's relationship, that's messy. Zero out of ten. Don't recommend. Do not be the unicorn and anybody. You can't fix them, folks. <laughs> um, I have, I feel like I'm, like, in practice of ethical non-monogamy. Um, so that's something that's, like, happening. And I have felt those jealous, uh, you know, moments and have had to process through that. And like you say, it's uh, a part of the process, but how you you know, navigate through that I can determine like, is this a healthy relationship or is it not? Um, because it is a part of human nature. I remember you saying about like the ego and ego means that, you know, like we're operating from a space where sometimes it's not always based in reality. Um, sometimes it's based from, you know, our perception and what we may want things to be. Um, and so I think that that's where we have to be, you know, real with ourselves. And I like what Jewel said it's like you don't own anyone. And so I'm a yogi and a big part of this practice, which I feel like is funny because I've been talking about this since my yoga practice uh training, which is aparigraha which is non-attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, so just experiencing people, situations, but not like holding on so tight to it, because oftentimes we hold on so tight to it that we choke the life. Out of whatever it is and then we can't enjoy it anymore mm. so that's you know what i think is important like to have attachments but to not be attached um you know how are you navigating in that space it's not like relationships are ownership and i think a lot yeah. of people are used to that toxic love of like people acting like they own you and like blow up the mm. phone and telling who you who you can hang out with who you can't talk to what you can do and, what's like, where yes all of that and so i think getting out of that mindset of like no we're not owning each other we're coexisting each with each other and then we also recognize that it's a choice so at whatever point if this becomes you know no longer mutual bye there's no hard feelings there may be but you know we got to get over them and you got to like heal through that
0: i think And, you know, this goes perfectly with what Jewel said about like the non-ownership and majority of my personal, like, you know, past romantic relationships, there has been that sense of possessiveness um, that's been extremely unhealthy. And I can't say that I've never practiced it, Um, but I've been trying to be so much more conscious as I've gotten older in these last few years of like, I don't own this man, like like, if there's something that makes me uncomfortable, I should communicate it, and we should come to a mutual understanding, but this idea of me, like, owning him, and controlling him, I I never have full control over another human being ever, you know, uh, unless I'm about to sit here and try to practice the voodoo, okay, Um, and even then, you know, I would have to go into some specific type of voodoo to, you know, go into that, that's a lot of work, you know, that's a lot of energy, I wouldn't do all that, so for me, you know, it's like, it's relationships are like an active practice all the time because ma- yes. since majority and i'm i'm reckon i know or acknowledge that since majority of our relationships have been this experience of possessiveness or uh and me feeling like the man was trying to in cases like possess me or own me to a degree or control certain things right now it's like when i see any type of red flag for that i get very alarmed and just like hold on wait is this what I think it is mm-hmm. how do I how do we navigate this space how do I communicate a, you know with you without shutting down because it's a trigger how do I ensure I don't reciprocate the same energy because sometimes you know we can be reflections back like okay that's how you gonna act while I'm acting the same right right like not going into a penny Lashandra mode but actually like really being so conscious and you know at one point i remember thinking oh i'm just gonna master this one day it's gonna be so easy and now i'm at the point i'm just like no girl like it's gonna be a consistent practice every day of you choosing your partner but also of you all choosing you know to remember that there's no ownership here there has to be trust here if there isn't trust here why is it you know, is there something that he or she is doing um, that we're not communicating about effectively? Like it's like legitimately like a major not only self care thing because you have to take care of yourself to make sure that you're in a healthy space to have a healthy relationship, but also like, is this person healthy? You know, can we can we be together? Like you 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 looked healthy on Monday, but maybe it's Friday. You looking real toxic today. That was
1: masking. <laughs> If that was the masking. A lot of people oh. can be what you want them to be, but can they sustain that?
0: So let me ask you this. What do you think, now that you've been actively practicing it for people who might be interested, do you think a non-monogamous relationship is harder than a monogamous one?
1: Yes. Because at this point, I know that we have boundaries in place that I feel like I didn't have
0: when I was in a
1: monogamous relationship, I feel like there's also more communication and there's not that layer of like guilt and shame um, and being human. So I feel like it's a lot easier because I feel like the expectations are more based in reality.
0: Mm. Okay, so just to recap, if you're interested in in going into the non-monogamous lifestyle, do your research, Google, maybe go to therapy, Um, to really talk about and process, make sure you're coming from a a healthy space and looking for this. And then how do you find the non-monogamous people, right? Like, how do uh, people find each other in this world? Like, is it... I know last week I did an episode on BDSM. Check it out on YouTube, link in bio. And, you know, there are websites that people go to to find other potential BDSM partners. And once you kind of start meeting a few people in the lifestyle, you you know dive deeper into it and meet other people through them is there is there anything specific that people can do if they're interested in this like are there apps yeah um cast
1: actually just put it in our little chat here on the bottom field is an app okay
0: um, and for I... those who might listen it's f-e-e-l-d as an app f-e-e-l-d as an app okay
1: Um, I feel like any dating app, I think that you just have to be clear in what you're on there for. I personally put it in my bio. So that way, hopefully if you read bios, you'll read through it. Um, but I'm not really sure. I think that's a good question. If you all find out, please share with us, uh, some places. I mean, I feel like, oh, okay. Cupid allows you to search as well so i think that there's a lot more dating apps that are becoming more um you know friendly with that okay
0: okay there's a world on top of a world okay out here for people who might be curious about non-monogamy um and i think if you realize it's not for you there's no harm in that because i think sometimes people are curious about things and they realize that that they're either not ready at that time or that they won't be ready and it's not their thing. So I would encourage people that if you decide to try it, if you realize it's not your thing, please don't try to force yourself into something with another person who wants something differently. Be with someone who wants what you want, okay, authentically. Um, uh, and that you all set... The, at the end of the day, I think we all set the rules for our own happiness, Yeah, you know, and and, and what we desire and need for a family and what longevity looks like to us and what health looks like is going to vary from person to person because we're all different. So some people, they can, yeah, I've met some people their idea of cheating is like flirting. And I've met some people their idea of cheating is like, if you have sex with a person more than one time outside of our, you know, it's whatever, you know, people deem. So just be open and honest with yourself. I would say it's a major thing. Because a lot of times we lie to ourselves and then we set ourselves up and other people for misery. Because, baby, don't <laughs> don't try to drag me down with you.
1: Yes, and it always comes out. You can only pretend for so long. That's like it can only last for so long.
0: There was a there's a person I know who practices polyamory, and him and his girl are very comfortable with it. They tried to bring another person in who said they were they they were interested, and they bring the person in, and she could not handle even though he was with the other girl first, she could not handle seeing him with the actual OG. I was like, how she can't handle seeing him with the OG, baby? You do, Yeah, you got the you problem. Right? But when she came in, it wasn't that she wanted both of them. She wanted him. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's dangerous. This is like, nah, baby, if if she wants you and he wants you, you either got to want both of them or you got to... Yeah. You got a piece on now. You ain't, you can't come in here and try to replace the OG. No,
1: you can't expect change. You got to change yourself in that
0: Yeah, change yourself or, or bow out gracefully. Y'all right
1: here, uh, Simone rap?
0: <laughs> you want
1: to make your business uh, out
0: of wait, You know, I'm over here with these ads, child. Oh, <laughs> my
1: gosh. I'm so nervous. But... What you nervous for? You know, I I did like my M M&M and M brainstorming. I, got M&M I hope this M&M is not like a eight mile moment.
0: <laughs> Listen, so the topic is real simple. We we've been talking about non monogamy, okay, this whole time. So we we just gonna keep it on non monogamy. If for whatever reason the beat sounds funny to you, because I know we're at a distance and you want to pull up the beat on your end to rap to it so you can kind of make sure you're on the beat, let me know. Okay? All right? All right, let me go ahead and uh, start the song over. Turn it
1: up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is our old stroll song. In the club tonight, yeah. If you call that a better, call that a good alright <laughs> you All right, y'all. I guess y'all. Let's wait for the uh to drop the the hook to go. <laughs> moms, they can't wait. Not too strolling. Wait, hold on, I'm sorry, y'all. That's on me. I I thought this was the uh, instrumental. One second. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> I was about to really start strolling again. <laughs> uh, Where should I go? Whenever you feel comfortable. Well, I guess when it beat drop. One, nine, two... My name is I got all
1: the hoes. Nah, I just focus on my healing. Just out here chilling. Doing what God willing. I don't know what else to say, but, you know, we're going to just keep going and going and flowing. What? (laughs) What? Practicing ethical monogamy is something that has been good to me. Uh, yeah, I will never
0: be a rapper, but it's okay. We <laughs> <out here. laughs> hey, that was great. Let hey. me nice see if I
1: come
0: Lord, we about to rap. Uh, it's rapping, mimosa. <laughs> Yes, me and Simone, and we big vibing. Rapping my sons, and we sipping, vibing. And we riding, we sliding, we doing real good. Hey. Talking about monogamy, we keep it real hood, uh. Yeah, and we got all the tea. Damn, my beat stopped. me take it back to TV. <laughs> okay, all right. And we back. Hey. Uh, uh, that was whack. Uh, but we chilling and we flowing. Yeah, we good and we, you know, keep it flowing. Uh, I'm about to make some shit up make some shit up don't like it in the butt what I'm <laughs> <Not monogamy. laughs> <Not monogamy. laughs> uh hey and I might want to have a girl and a boyfriend hey. uh, and we do it and we do it and we do it to the end. yeah baby come on take me on a date with my girlfriend and we and we and we and we, and we do it and I'm making shit up and you know what I don't like it in the butt <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what? <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute first of all this instrument is only a minute and 22 seconds i didn't know that it kind of messed my flow up just a just a tad just a tad mo why don't you do me a favor i appreciate you coming on the show today tell the people where can they follow you
1: you can follow me at mo underscore healing or that's my fun page or my like you know, professional page is Mo Healing Yoga and Wellness LLC. is that where you can get in contact with me if you wanna do any healing work.
0: Absolutely. And what I'll say is this, um, Mo, I want to thank you for coming on. Another major shout out one more time to my sponsors. You know, y'all you see I got my banner in the back, okay, for wrapping mimosas. Um, I want to shout out the sponsors uh, for at the Urban, okay, for allowing me to use this location. I'm in the office right now. However, they have a beautiful event space, okay? set up um, if you're ever in South Florida in the historic Overtown, okay? Also, shout out Now That's A Wrap, which sponsored my drink today. was a little strong, okay? Which is also in the historic Overtown around the corner from the urban, all right? And I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Please follow myself, and if you follow me, please make sure you follow Mo Healing and her business page. I'll be tagging um, her in this live as well, the live will be up if you miss uh my first episode of season three last week, we talked about b d s m with my uh fraternity brother Johnny, okay, so we talked all about the paddles and the whips and the sex dungeon, ah. okay, we had everything going on, and he brought his friends with him, okay he brought all types of paddles all up and through here okay so if you're curious about that episode it's on youtube right now i posted a snippet of our rap from last week and i'll post a few more snippets next week as of right now there is no new live okay unless for some something miraculous happens but if you think you're interested in being on the show or know someone who will be dope on the show by all means please feel free to have them dm me we'll have a good conversation and see if they're a right fit um As always, it's a pleasure having and speaking with you today, Simone. Okay, we're going to continue our girl talk. We're going to continue our girl talk offline because I can tell you names now. I can tell you names and all types of good, real good tea. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, Simone.